welcome back to another episode of Unfolding Words, where every week you get biblical truth and encouragement for your Christian walk. I'm your host, and Tracy Moorings. This episode marks the final in a three-part series titled Grow Up. We previously talked about the role of the knowledge of good and evil and its significance in showing growth. Then there was the episode titled Watch Your Step, where we looked at the importance of not only where you walk, but how you walk. Today, we're going to look at a subject that is not a favorite, I'm sure, of anyone's, but that is very necessary in measuring out our maturity in Christ. That subject is patience. Patience is defined as the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Children offer us a very accurate and colorful picture of what patience is look what patience looks like when it's developed in the life of a human being. Patience is rarely seen in young children. And if you have children in your home, you know exactly what impatience looks like. Infants are even less patient than children. If you've ever tried to heat up a bottle for an infant, especially a new infant, once they see that bottle, they instantly want that bottle. They don't care that it takes time to heat it up, time to see if it's too hot or too cold. They want the bottle instantly. And most children are just impatient by nature. When they don't get what they want, when they want it, they throw tantrums and can act generally just crazy. So those of us who are parents know exactly what that impatience looks like. But as children get older, most kids understand how to wait and why they have to wait. But when patience is not developed correctly in children, when they don't get that foundation in the early years, impatience can reveal itself in angry and um, outbursts in temper in adults, which is not a pretty sight either. So when it comes to your spiritual life, patience is something that should be evident. It's a fruit that should be clearly seen in your life. And it's a fruit that has to be developed over time. So you know that when you pick a peach too early from the tree, it's not going to taste good because it hasn't had time to develop and mature. And it's the same thing with patience in your life. The fruit of patience on your tree has to develop over time so that once people see it, it can be evident that it's matured. So patience in our lives are a good marker of how we can measure our spiritual maturity. Galatians 5 and 22 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. And as we grow up into Christ, we have to change our clothes, so to speak. We cannot wear the same clothes that we wore in our infancy. We have to wear clothes that fit our growth. So what we wear shows where we are in our walk. Colossians 3 verse 12 says, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Patience is something that we have to choose to put on. Patience doesn't come to us automatically. We have to learn how to walk it out. We have to learn how to wear it well. 
And as I mentioned earlier in this series, Adam and Eve were supposed to be patient and grow up into their wisdom and understanding. And then when they were strong enough and wise enough, God would let them eat of the tree of the knowledge and would invest them with authority. But we know that their impatience landed them and us in a world of sin. The Bible provides us of examples of how patience is to be walked out and matured. And Abraham is a really good example to look at to see how um, patience as well as impatience is developed and the pitfalls of impatience. So God gave Abraham a multifold promise. In Genesis 12 verses 1 through 3, it says, The Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation. And I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. God promised land, a lineage in the form of a great nation and a name to Abraham. But he had to be patient to receive all three of these. So as I mentioned, Abraham is a great study in how patience is matured in the life of a believer. We are told to imitate Abraham's patience. Hebrews 6 and 12 tells us to be imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit inherit the promises. And as for Abraham, we're also told in Hebrews 6 and 15, having patiently waited, he obtained the promise. Patiently waiting is a marker of the mature Christian. So we see that Abraham had patience in possessing the land. One of the promises given by God to Abraham was the promise of a land. God had initially called Abraham out of his homeland to a place that God would eventually show him. So when Abraham came into this new land, instead of taking it over with military conquest, he did something quite unique. He took over the land that God promised to him by setting up altars. So when you read the book of Genesis, you'll constantly see Abraham setting up altars. And you probably wonder, what is this about? Abraham took possession of the land with worship. He walked the length of the land and established worship first. And he became an evangelist instead of a warrior because he called on the name of the Lord in a land where the people did not know the true and living God. All of this took patience because he had to take time to walk through the land. He had to take time to build and erect these altars to go through the land and declaring the name of the Lord. This was not a one day process. This was years in the making. Abraham also had to be patient with the promise of a seed or a lineage God promised that he would make Abraham's family into a great nation. And as Hebrews 6.15 says, Abraham had to wait patiently for this promise. But Abraham didn't just do nothing. Instead, he had faith. He had an active belief and trust in God. Having faith while being patient is not a passive act. It proves our trust in God when we can continually trust him, when we don't see the thing that he promised to us. So when God originally made these promises, Abraham didn't have a family to speak of. He had no children and the years were going on and he was getting older. 
God made these promises again to Abraham when his wife, when he and his wife seemed much too old to even have children. The author of Hebrews points out that Christians need to be mature in their relationship with God. And during all these years, Abraham was becoming mature in his own personal relationship with God. Abraham obeyed God even when he'd only only received the first promises in Genesis 12, verse 4. But we will see later on that he did not yet trust God completely. Afterwards, we read that Abraham believed God in Genesis 15 and 6, but Abraham still tried to achieve God's purposes by his own human efforts. Abraham was 100 years old and his wife Sarah was 90 when she gave birth to Isaac, who was that promised seed. This was the promised son that came that was promised 20 plus years earlier. As Abraham matured in his patience, there were some bumps along the road and we see how destructive his impatience was. Instead of trusting God's plan and waiting for it to happen the way that God said, he got impatient and took of the forbidden fruit. Now, doesn't this sound familiar? We know that this happened in the garden with Adam and Eve. They seized that fruit too early and it was disastrous. The same thing happened with Abraham. He took of Hagar. She was a forbidden woman. He was not to take the fruit of um, her womb and make it into the promised seed. And he thought that this would bring about God's promise, but just the app, just the opposite happened. Abraham also have had to have patience for a new name. The last promise was a whole new name for Abraham, not just his given name, but we're going to see that it's titles as well. Unlike the Tower of Babel construction workers who wanted to create a name for themselves, which we see in Genesis chapter 11, verse four, God said he himself would bestow a new name on Abraham. Abraham goes from being a foreigner in the land to being called a prophet in Genesis 20, verse 7. Most of us think of a prophet as a seer who proclaims what he sees. But a true prophet, according to the book of Genesis, is a member of God's council who is consulted on and invited to speak. We see this happen in Genesis 18 when God lets Abraham know what what he's about to do with Sodom and Gomorrah. But Abraham persuades him not to destroy the city. Abraham is a member of God's divine council because God said, look, Abraham, this is what I'm about to do. And Abraham says, no, can you do this instead? And as a trusted confidant and um, prophet of the Lord, God acquiesces to what Abraham requests. In Genesis 23, Abraham's name among men is esteemed as well. When Abraham went to go seek a plot of land for his wife, Sarah, to be buried in, he had to go and ask the Hittites to buy land for them. And when he did, they called him a prince of God, which is essentially a leader in God's kingdom. So these foreign nations, this foreign nation saw that Abraham was a prince of God and called him such. So he was given new names and new titles. And of course, we know that his name was changed from Abram, which means exalted father, to Abraham, which means the father of a multitude. 
Now, when it comes to patience, there are two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of the way of man, where it's marked by seizing things before it's time. And then there's the kingdom of the way of God, which is marked by faith and patience, communion with God, maturing to gain more authority. God's kingdom is all about patience. No matter how we look at it, patience is going to be key in God's kingdom. And this is a hard fact to accept for many believers because we're just not made to be patient. We're just, that's not something that we're, there are people who are born patient, but for most of us, there's some areas of life where we are just going to be impatient. Wherever righteousness is manifested, it's going to be manifested through trust, forbearance, suffering, delaying gratification, all the things that go against the way that we are born into this world. And the kingdom of man is about seizing authority, impatience, dominance, and stepping over God's boundaries to get what we want when we want it. That's why we see people who don't live for the Lord and even people who do live for God. We see Things like sex before marriage, sex outside of marriage, cheating to get ahead, lying and deceit to get the things that we want. All of these are part of impatience. Margaret Thatcher once famously said, I am extraordinarily patient, provided I get my own way in the end. Isn't that true of so many of us? Consider your level of patience, especially as it pertains to God's plan unfolding in your life. Do you have the patience to wait a year for a prayer to be answered? How about five years? Could you, like Abraham, wait 20 plus years for God to make good on a promise? Most of us would probably say no. Consider how you wait. Do you huff and puff as you wait? Do you get upset and rant and rave? Do you get a line, throw your hands up and say, forget about this guy. This is taking too long. This is not what I planned. Your reaction is a picture of your maturity in God. If you throw tantrums when you feel like you've waited too long for what you've asked God for, that's pretty much an indication that you may need some growing up to do. In God, and all of us have those areas in our lives where we are impatient. And if you don't have a clear grasp on your patience level, just ask someone you live with, a trusted friend, someone who you know will give you the truth, and they'll let you know where your level of patience is. Believe me. That wraps up the Grow Up series. You can always leave feedback and continue the conversation with me by visiting my website at unfoldingwords.com backslash podcast. Leave a comment on the post or reach out to me on Twitter at screen name unfolding words. Thanks for listening to this episode. May God's word be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. God bless you.